a little bit of everything and do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy. Wonderful comedy. It really is a lot of fun. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thursday morning and uh, high above us is a teacher from uh, South Mountain Community College, I think, that the ladies up there in the SpaceX. I always talk about wanting to do space travel and flying in that uh, giant Jeff Bezos phallus would be awesome. That seems great. The Richard uh, Branson virgin shot that went up into the space and did a couple flips and then came back. That seems good. This one, no thanks. And not because I'm afraid of space. Trust the billionaire in charge? Totally trust the billionaire. What's it, Isaacman? I think so, He just runs a payments processing center and made a billion dollars in his 20s. Kid's amazing. Uh, But... uh, this one I don't. Uh, this is not because of space or because of launching or because I don't trust. First off, I like a roller coaster to have uh, somebody who knows how to stop it within touching distance. That's fair. That's check one. Those methy guys at the state fair. And at stuff? least I mean, they're nearby. I guess this one is an all. This is like us four yahoos getting shot up into space. <laughs> Are you going to be like, hey, Brady's it's a got it? <laughs> you know, it's it's a slingshot. It's three goddamn days, and nobody You're knows right. what they're doing. Brady'd be like. Pretty sure it's that one. Yeah. Second, I don't want to spend three days in a hotel room with, with three strangers. And I don't want Brady and you, you fiddle fart, with all that equipment nearby. 100%. You'd crash us in a second. I don't know who I'm going up there with, and I don't want to do it. There's no pilots. I mean, Safe as kittens with me. That Jason, what's it, the Isaacman guy is a pilot. But I mean, of like Piper 181s and right. stuff that you land at Deer Valley Airport. I don't know what he's flying, but he ain't flying, you know, these automated super machines. I'm not going up there without somebody going, don't worry about it. Um, we don't even do like remotes uh, for the radio station in the parking lot without an engineer nearby going, I got this if it all falls That's apart. That's true. That's true. I'm not going to space with We learned you the hard three. way on that one. Always. Well, yeah, because if they're not coming with, then <laughs> yeah. if it's not working, yeah. Toledo shoving a screwdriver in the corner of it isn't the proper once, thing. I once believe Mike Malo left. He stopped kicking ass. Well, when uh, Clayton, Clayton, <laughs> Clayton went with too, us and he yeah. wouldn't get up on yeah. time. I'll get down there when I feel like getting down there. Super Queen, we need you at you, the place. You left Vegas. Five thirty in the morning. What's insane. going on? Well, he was back here. He, that was <laughs> the why one where we he went with us. That was Los that Angeles. Was Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. The one where he walked into the hotel room and I got a upgrade because uh, I did that just to make everybody upset, namely Eric. But I get an upgrade <laughs> in my room. And they gave me a concierge level thing, and there's this bar in the middle of my floor. This beautiful setup, and I took Brady and Super Queen up there. And all the TVs were on Fox. That's right. <laughs> and our gay engineer, Clayton, goes up there and goes, what in the hell's going on up here? This all, everybody's got Fox News on. I hate Fox News. I hate anybody who likes Fox News. I'm like, stop it. 
disgusting. You guys are pigs. Fox News is for losers. And we're like, all right, we're leaving. Let's get out of here. We get in the airport or in the elevator. And what is what is Clayton like the first thing he does in the elevator? Come on. That was way too loud. Smells like Oscar. <laughs> smells like my man Oscar. You smell that? That's Oscar said goodbye to me this morning before we left from the airport. We were in our plane. And Oscar said, I got to give you one before you go. And you just got a little. We're like, you got, oh. you got a little taste of my rapture last oh. night. <laughs> God damn it, Clayton. And that was the last time we ever traveled for the show with equipment. Prior to that, it was in Vegas, and they're like, you don't need an engineer. You got Toledo. I'm like, he's no engineer. <laughs> he can break a seatbelt in a car. He's no engineer. So you had to bring Clayton with you? So the next time we did, because oh, okay. we went to Vegas. And, and we uh, went to Miami and brought him. We're setting it up, yeah. and it's 5.30, 5.45. It won't connect. We finally go on the air. It connects, it disconnects, it connects, it disconnects. And I'm like, that's it. See you guys. And I'm like, what? Black I'm like, Jack. I'm done. We're done. I'm going to go play. I'm going to go down to the casino. Hey, JG, uh, check your email. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be yeah. sending you yeah. a show. <laughs> and was like, I'll just be sending you clips, old clips. I'm like, that's it. If they don't want to send anybody, we don't do the show. So that said, I'm not getting on a spaceship for three days with nobody also, qualified Brett, to fly that was, it. That was under the Czech regime, oh, so yeah. just to yeah. be clear. Well, no, it was just under the transition because I had to call trip and go, I'm not normally this difficult. Oh, right. But if the thing doesn't work, I'm not going to sit and struggle for four. And the engineer that we had up in Vegas, really? You guys are leaving? Like, yeah, this doesn't work. That's right. It wasn't clear. It was a local guy. Yeah. What are we supposed to there. do? Well, I can get it working. Mm. Yeah, but not when the show starts. Give so, me an hour. Yeah, no, later. We're on for our last break. <laughs> this should have been done yesterday. Oh, you didn't send anybody. My point exactly. Bye. But I'm not getting in a SpaceX spaceship with you three morons <laughs> floating around. First off, I don't want to spend that much time with anybody. I don't want to spend sense of adventure trapped in a recliner. Three it, days. It, it would Ooh. be like being a hostage at the Lazy Boy store. And space is cool and all. <laughs> but I'd rather get probed. At least the aliens have a pilot. Well, it's all automated. You're assuming. Right. The last thing I... Well, they didn't even trust those uh, Waymo cars without a guy in it for a while. Yeah. Well, until they were falling asleep and still hitting people. Yeah, they were running folks over because <laughs> it didn't work right. I don't trust the third or fourth SpaceX flight to go, all right, now it's good to have everybody in there and have no, uh, no pilot in charge. We'll do it from the ground. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you've got one of those good big... Supersized Honda generators in case the power goes out down there, Houston. Uh, SpaceX, uh, does any, anybody up there know how to work the uh, intercom system? Anybody go to Mesa High? Anybody know how to hotwire? <laughs> Jason, we're on the ship. Over? You don't have to say over, Jason. Just uh, I don't know why Barack Obama's down there in Houston, but here we are. Uh, hit the little red button on the right. There, there's like 16 of them. Up. We're going to die, aren't we? I'm not going to lie to you, Jason. Uh, it's not looking good. good for you. You're right. It's over. Tell you what, we lost power down here, and uh, yeah, we we, uh, we thought it was all automated, so we never hired a guy to fix power. And, uh, enjoy space. You're going to see a lot more than you thought. Are we going to land early? You're going to land, mm. uh, but not on Earth, probably. Depends on your definition of land. How much do you guys like the moon? A lot. Well, pretty much a lot. It's... Well, there Hang it is. Left. You're pretty much just, if everybody leans in their recliner, it's going to go over there. You're, you're at the mercy of gravity. <laughs> So nobody's flying this thing. No. It's like it's like Larry down on the ground with his drone He's joysticks. Exactly right. on his Somebody's drone. flying it wow. from the it's ground. It's a drone spaceship oh. for three days. I'd I'd be all over the SpaceX. Shoot me up there, from and then we all plummet back to Earth. The the, the moonshot at Disneyland and that I'd do. I'm not. And the bigger thing is I don't want to spend time with three other people. That's like having house guests for three. I don't want house guests for a day. 
let alone three strangers. Brady, you'd love it. You'd probably bring like extra snacks and get to know, have new friends. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> no, I don't I'd, like people enough. For I, that. I want the the quick. Okay, there's space. Yeah. Cool, amazing. <laughs> You're not Back amazed down. by space. I would go like it's. I look at it like blackjack. I don't want to play blackjack with strangers because I don't know your financial situation, and I don't want to get blamed for you not being able to make your house payment. Yeah, because if I make the wrong move, and I know the moves of blackjack, but if you had something else in mind, because I got yelled at by some guy once because I made a okay third okay. base. No, he was third base. So it's changing everything I got to do. What yeah. you just did changes what I got to do. I'm like, sorry, it's, Play your it's game. like a twenty five dollar bet. This I hate is ending you. Up there. Yeah. I won't play with other no. with people. So if it's the four of us playing blackjack, fine with that. Yeah. The second a stranger sits down, I'm like, we're done. I'm leaving. I don't want to play with strangers. I won't play craps for that reason. There's yeah, too many idiots. I like a group of people I know, but I still don't want to go to space with you. So if I'm not willing to sit at a blackjack table with three strangers because they drive me nuts, imagine how awful it would be after the first hour or two of space going, Jesus, all starting to look the same. Are we going to see anything new? No, why don't you just kick back in one of these recliners we're going to be in for the next three? And they're not allowed to shower. They have to share a single toilet. I'm so out. So, uh, first dude that drops a deuce on the SpaceX, how badly would you want to just beat? And you'd do it. you poop five times a day. You'd have to. No, you wouldn't. It's called the sphincter. He'd be up there giggling, too, though. Yeah, I just took a huge <laughs> space deuce. John, keep in mind, not only no engineer and no pilot, they also went 100 miles further than the space station. Yeah. Yeah. They're out there. So, they waved at him as they went by. Yeah. Well, that'd be neat. I'd like to see the space station, but with people I knew. What if you got a guy next to you who's who's a chatterbox? It's like being on a plane to Chicago for three hours with somebody who talks the whole time. Only pilot oh. I'm going up to space with, John, is that scully dude that landed yes. the plane there. And I don't know if he can fly in space, but I'm going with him. Uh, if I'm on you made a- me think. I wonder if they did pre-qualify. Like they, they got the three it's together. Like the Match.com. Well, no. They, they, they the had the train together. The didn't they shuttle ed or what? Because if there was... You know, you're not getting along with someone right off the bat. You're not going up. They didn't even have like any training. They didn't even like training. That's what I was wondering. They put them through a couple of physical tests, but I don't know. They did that spinny thing. Yeah, the G force thing. Yeah, is that from Moonraker? I think so. One where they. I I don't even know if they went through a ton of that. They just have to check them out to make sure they don't die. Man, sitting in space for three days. I didn't know it was a three day trip. Maybe once around the Earth, I'm good with strangers. I'd go on like a sick, like a cruise is bad. Have you ever been on a cruise, you know? And that's what people, you're, like, you're trapped on a boat with a bunch of rubes. The last thing you want to do is make friends. Oh, What about, I mean, the the thing that uh, went up, the uh, Elon Musk's with uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, yeah, Bacon? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let alone when they landed, yeah. how long they were in there before they could even open the. Yeah. Well, I'm fine with. Perhaps it was like 12 hours. We're home. I can tolerate sitting on the tarmac with you, but I don't want to spend but three days. But that's so they don't with... get the bends, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah the, space space sickness. Reacclimate again. I've known all you guys for years and years. The last thing I want to do is spend three days with you trapped in one room. The last There's thing. Nobody I want to spend three nobody. days trapped in a room. Yeah. With. Wife, I love Medea. Don't want no. to be anywhere near her for three days. You straight. need time by yourself. Absolutely. Wife, I need my own bathroom. Yeah. That sounds awful. I space, I want to see. You knew this was People, coming. I don't, what is it? What blankets are out? Uh oh. You guys have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Stick to jokes. Oh, sorry, yeah. Neil Armstrong. We didn't realize 
I don't know what well, I'm talking about. Well, the fact that as far as the droning part, maybe? I don't know. He's not You're specific. right. They, they yeah. Which makes Absol- my point, <laughs> douchebag. I don't want to be in a situation because I know I don't know what I'm talking about. With, and if it goes wrong and I'm so oh, I can control it from the planet. Really? Based on what, sir? What last uh, tragedy was averted in a space drone from down here? Oh, it's never happened. So it's due. I don't want to be on there. They, they've... Uh- They've worked some stuff out with what, the Brady. Uh, Name Brady. It. What? No, with the what? no, just give me an example. Rover. You know the little they have they've run into problems with that. Sure, they, and there's also not to, four humans on Mars. Fix. Right, there's not I four know, citizens. Saying, but I'm I'm talking about the drone part of it. They're fixing it. Sure, from drone technology there, is, is good. But like you just said, it goes south sometimes. If there were four, yeah. if there's a teacher, a billionaire, right. and, a, and a and the professor Marianne. On the Mars rover, there'd be a whole lot less. Ah, it doesn't work anymore. There'd be a lot less There's a, there's yeah. a 21 minute delay between right. here and Mars to do. To, to I make don't want to hear control. like, oh, sure, they got it all figured out because Mars rover breaks and they can fix it from here. <laughs> yeah, but it takes months. They don't have that kind they of time. They keep sending the Voyager longer yeah. as long as. Hold yeah. on, John. You're bitching about going to space no. with other people, yeah. and that's somehow worse than you going to space and getting your a hole probed. No, they got a pilot on that one. I would. I don't I would, see how one is worse than the other. Please I would, explain. I'll explain immediately. I would gladly get butt hard <laughs> by an alien if I have to go to space in one or the other. And one's like, we got pilots and engineers on this one. This one we got a teacher. We got a. a, a, a uh, a doctor? Uh, yeah, no, nurse, no, no. A doctor nurse. would be okay. We got a teacher. We've got a, a second mate on a ship, and we've got a fat skipper and you. And you guys can nobody can fly this thing if it goes south. <laughs> Which one? I'm like, oh my god, whip out that crank and start to butt me right it's now. Be like Ted in airplane. Yeah, talk down. But you know already, there's no reason to do the announcement. Is there a pilot on this flight? <laughs> there's no reason to make the announcement. We already know going in there isn't. It's like saying, is there a pilot? On the plane, or like the old joke that comedian says, uh, is there a doctor on the flight? This is Spirit Airlines. There's no doctors on this plane. There might be a guy who's and if there tr- is, like maybe you don't want maybe a veterinarian who's not oh, yeah. quite done yet. You're a doctor on Spirit Airlines. You're a terrible doctor. It's not like you can flip a button like an airplane and auto just inflates into the seat right. and drives you home. No, auto's down on the ground. You're already an auto. I just admit, mainly, look, the technology, that's fine. I don't trust it yet, but that's fine. I don't trust Teslas and auto cars now because they'll go haywire every once in a while. One just smashed in the back of that truck in Texas. is like, man, wasn't supposed to be there, so it wasn't on my map. It didn't really read it. Well, you know, our cars now, I mean, anything past, I don't know, 20 in the early 2000s, they are so computerized now. Yeah. We trust them every day. I mean, really, are you know, still drive happen really, on yeah. that? I but you're still cars. controlling the steering wheel and you know, yeah, and the speed that, pedal and. But if the power steering were to go out, I mean, everything. That's been a problem way before that. Sure, you could have lost power steering, and but then you don't still, have power steering. I had a car without power steering. I did too. You can drive a car without power steering. It but sucks. If, if all of a sudden uh, you're sucks. in a car yeah. and the navigation that's guiding you and you don't have any say says, "I don't work anymore." And you don't have steering capabilities. Now what? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Yeah. Or if you're sitting in that car saying, hey, I have no idea how this works, but everybody pile in and I'll program us to go somewhere. Would you get in there? Would Probably you get not. in a Waymo where the guy's like, I don't know how any of this technology works, but it's evidently it's going to get us over to Tempe Here we go. Like, yeah. No. No. I trust the technology to get me there, but I'm not spending three days with strangers. The bigger thing is hanging out with three other people in a recliner for three days. That sounds terrifying. I'm just so scarred from your uh, oh. scenario that anytime if I got invited to a space, I'm like, yeah, wait a minute, yeah. there's probing involved. Good. With this. I, know. I know that. You hate the idea of probing. Holmberg's behind this. Even though me. you're like volunteering, you're getting probed by a doctor like within the next couple of days. Yeah. You can't That's wait my space to do that. Ride. You love that. And you don't even get a space. You pay for that. At least give me a ride in space if you're going back there. <laughs> Sarah's message over. Encourage this flight. Canceling out idiots will make the world a better place. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> And think of women. I love when guys use that argument too. Nobody's probing me, man. That's right. all we do is try to shove it in a girl, the half our size. And probing, man, that's crazy. I don't know anybody would want to do that. I can't imagine ever having anybody put that in my ass. And meanwhile, that's all you're begging your wife to do for you or a girlfriend. Come on, baby. All the good ones do it. <laughs> we all, all we're doing. Love is, me. We're just training them for when the aliens come back. And all the ladies will be ready for the probe, and all us tight-ass guys will be like, I want to go to space. Well, you aren't prepared. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah, we act like it's just such a tra- – we screw ourselves out of anal on our birthdays by making comments like, I'm not taking it. I don't want anything in my ass. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, on your birthday, it's like, how about a little backdoor love, baby? Well, you're the one so against it, unless it's my ass you want to wreck. John – I'd rather be stuck in a wave pool with Brett Vesley than go to space with Brandon Lee. Or no, I'm sorry, than go to space sign Brandon Lee. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Sorry. Space with Brandon Lee, the aliens would be like, this is easy. <laughs> this, this guy doesn't want to see space. He just likes the probing part. Yeah, I don't get that probing thing. I say it all the time. Probe away. And then when you say it to a girl, it's like, you want me to probe you? You give me a ride in space? Let's do this, sister. I'm open to anything. Brady, I think your knowledge about cars is a little bit lacking. What you're talking about with modern cars is fuel injection. The computer decides the amount of gas that is pushed into the system, sure. unlike the way a carburetor used to work. It's decided by a computer. Right. There's tons of stuff on a car I don't get, even Not before no. computers. But Anything I still drive it. That was, I still know I, I'm the one making it go left, and I'm the one making it go right. Right. And I'm the one that hopefully is stopping it and hopefully is driving faster or slower. You're in control of the most critical parts. Moving it. Yep. It doesn't go on its own right. unless I push buttons and make it go. And I know the uh, but auto you can cars. completely cut de- or just shut off a car now, right? If it's on the you go uh, ahead and try that. Like, what? Computerized, <laughs> but like when they have the emergency where um, oh sure they go in, they like shut a car like down, star and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I unplugged that from my car. The U Connect evidently has How the can feature. You do that? There's a little. Uh, box on the bottom corner really yeah hmm. you just have to do some reading and you just basically Is you lose kosher? your you can lose your navigation oh but uh there's a tracker on your car you can take it off i don't i like i read about the uconnect that's not the same as the onstar was which will just turn your car on and off yeah. if you want i can Saint remotely OnStar. start mine with my phone and all that but then so can they i'm not into that and then i can just plug it back in if there's trouble and say where's your car i'm not going to get in a situation where my car is tumbling down some mountain and i can't be found and if that's the case i'm done anyway why do i want to be yeah, found i don't at care that if you point. want to find me i'm going to be a tattered disaster that's why a lot of those guys the 
preppers or whatever, they, they get the old car. Flip Orley, no, Flip Orley yep. won't buy a new car because he doesn't want to be tracked on his car. He doesn't want his car uh, uh, off the grid. accessed by someone other than himself. Yeah, I don't, you know, that's too much technology. There's an awful lot of it. Sometimes too much technology uh, eliminates things that weren't broken. It just, it isn't necessary all the time to have, you know, glasses worked just fine. Google Glass was stupid. And uh, we all, you know, the people who bought it, it's like, you're just a wave of the future. It's the way it's supposed to be. And then you realized, oh, these are stupid. Eventually you'll realize some, some of this stuff's dumb. We'll never get rid of cars that we drive because guys like Brett oh, yeah. and, and me. I, until, and my rule is until all cars are autonomous, I'm not taking a chance that some Yahoo is going to be in the midst of this computer-driven super lane and he's allowed out there with us. Because if all the cars are – we'll never have wrecks. If all the cars are on a program, we can go 200 miles an hour and everybody will be – the cars will just get out of each other's way knowing because the cars are the smart ones. You throw Jethro and his, you know, his 68 uh, fastback out there and the next thing you know, he's mucking up the works of the computer. He's the bug. So until they get make them all autonomous or all fly above us, I'll just keep my foot on the gas. Eastbound and down. <laughs> Load it up and truck it. Put the hammer down, bandit. So, yeah, it's just a – but the SpaceX thing. I don't even like getting in an Uber because I don't know the driver. He might want to talk. Like, it's a nightmare for me to do. think about that. Three people I don't know in space for three days? Ugh. John, how soon before you you see Brazzers on the side of that flying penis and then they'll film <laughs> for three days and come back down? It's happening. Porn will get us up there and they'll shoot the first space porn. And I, for one, can't wait. To beat off to that, that's going to be incredible. You're in the middle seat. You have to share the armrest. I don't like days. Brady. I don't like. Yeah, if they had it set up like a Southwest Airlines, <laughs> yeah. I I don't like when the waiter hangs around the table too much. Like we didn't invite this guy to dinner. He, he's acting like he's part of the crew. Get him out of here. I don't want three people I don't know in recliners with me for for days on end. Ugh. In, in fact, at the doctor's office the other day. In the lobby, they have like these Tetris-shaped couches, these U, like squared off you U's. You piece them together? There's two. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like there's, a, there's an east-facing, west-facing, okay. and they're all one big kind of yeah, yeah. U couch. And there's two of them. There's one over in this corner and one over in that corner. There was somebody waiting in one of the couches, and then another guy was standing next to the couch. And I'm like, well, there's nowhere for me to sit. There must have been nine places to sit, but there's nowhere for me to sit because I'd have been too close. To someone else, like you own yeah, that couch, yeah, sure. So I just stood over in the corner until I got called because I'm like, I'm not gonna. This is inviting chatter. Boo Radley, you're next. Brady jokes coming in. No, here's a, the difference between oral sex and anal sex. Oral will make your day, but anal will make your whole week. Okay. <sighs> all right, Brett sigh says it all. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> What does that have to do with space travel? Yeah, I'll, I'll look. As often as you try to get the girl you're with to go back door, we have to be a little bit more uh, open to the idea of a space alien probe, at least hypothetically, because you're basically telling your girlfriend that is a terrible idea. And if we as men are like, ah, I'd take one if you know if the money was right, you have to let them know you're open to it, so they kind of. But more girls uh, every day are more open to that than ever before. Thank you, porn. What's this you say about a 27-minute delay from Earth to Mars? Sorry, Richard. Still gone for cigarettes. <laughs> Fine, Dad. <laughs> He'll be gone. It'd be great if your dad was up there as one of the citizens in space. Trying to get further away. 
But yeah, three days is too many. Shoot me up in that big, uh, that uh, Jeff Bezos dick. I have a Bronco helmet on it soon. <laughs> but that's insanity. It's going to be like Slim Pickens or whatever. Oh, he's, yeah, he's just riding it. <laughs> yeah, I more read that. And then, you know, the whole teachers in space thing. I still have a little PTSD when I hear that. I just think that's a bad idea. Citizens in space generally is a bad idea. It's like I wouldn't even trust. Like this is the first all-citizen Greyhound bus drive. Like what? Like we're going to let the citizens handle the wheel. Like I'm not getting on that bus. That's crazy. Well, one of them's a billionaire. I don't care what he does. He shouldn't be driving the Greyhound. Is there no training for this? And, and I the love the next it. couple of years will be interesting because they want to build that um, giant space station. Well, they can do that without me. There's, oh, yeah, but I don't want, you know, regular people shooting up there. I want well-trained people who know how to build and put things together in space up there. It doesn't make sense to shoot us up. It's the entire flaw in the premise to that asteroid dying movie. Send some welders? Yeah. And, well, no. Roughnecks. That oh, Remember roughnecks. that one? That's what was right. that movie? Riggers. What, Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, they sent – all right, set it down. And don't look at Brett when you say it. And it's, well, Brady does Kegel exercises to try to see Brett's face over the computer screen. Yeah, they sent oil riggers to space because they're better at drilling than astronauts who could just be trained to drill. So they trained oil riggers to be astronauts rather than astronauts to be guys who can drill into a meteor. Not only that, they trained them in record time. And it's like the montage was incredible. And what happened? Total disaster. Because you should have had bit some. Broke. You, you should have had some smart astronauts. But nope, that movie's so bad. That might be the worst blockbuster of all time. Armageddon. Save the world, though, man. Pearl Harbor, Armageddon. I think Michael Bay holds them all. Pearl Harbor, Armageddon, Mighty Joe Young. We're the th- and maybe Anaconda. We're the th- and species. We're the, like the Congo. movies. Transformers. Congo was bad. I'll take sp- Congo was terrible, but I think it stands out as Armageddon having the most unbelievable. Well, the Fast and Furious movies are pretty awful too. First one's okay. First one's pretty yeah. good. At least they started strong. Yeah. That Armageddon movie, I sat and watched that, and then people were like, "This is amazing." Steve Buscemi's got the space crazies. Can you imagine? Like, what is going on in everyone's mind that this is acceptable? This is not insulting it you. It took an ATV to, to yeah, an asteroid right. and it bounced. Full of guys from Houston. <laughs> roughnecks. These roughnecks know their way around pretty much everything. Long shot. No, Thank they you don't. For not using Brady's word. I won't. <laughs> that, we could use them in space, I think. Really? You don't think it's easier to just train some astronauts to do their job? Nope. Train them the inner workings of how to make space travel and stuff like that better. We've only got a couple of days. <laughs> Like, I think the astronauts are a better idea. Well, why don't we just but we put that nuclear bomb on it? Steve Buscemi's space crash. Was Armageddon the one with the Aerosmith song, too? Yes. Yep. Oh, I rest my case. Diane Warren. Worst, don't want to miss a worst thing. Worst blockbuster I cried ever. so hard. And his daughter was in the movie, too. Yeah, Liv Tyler. Yeah. Because her dad, Bruce Willis, and her fiancé, Ben Affleck, were two riggers headed up to that rock. <laughs> Their chemistry was amazing. Unbelievable. <laughs> All three of them together. Ooh, and that Bruce Willis wasn't sure if that Ben Affleck should marry that Liv Tyler or not. And then, I don't know, it's a toss-up. Pearl Harbor and Armageddon. 
Uh, those are the two worst. But I mean, Pearl, Pearl could you have missed the bad. point more with Pearl Harbor? Like the it was, it's like making a movie about nine eleven and focusing in on side story. Yeah, the side story of the girl from the Subway scene was good. The attack scene was incredible. Yeah, but that's you, it. That was pre-written, right? Like right. There, there was no right. work that to was be done. That somebody yeah. else already gave you that material. <laughs> the the working around it. I thought we were going to get a movie about the war, not two people who didn't really exist ending up in China somehow. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, there's there were some real um, true stories that were pretty amazing that you could have spun it. Around to the people of that were there. Of course, there were. It's an American yeah. super story. Like every single aspect of that thing is interesting. Nah. Where well, I went to the premiere, I think you were at that too, with that World War II veteran, and people were crying. And I'm like, this is not Saving Private Ryan. This movie's horrible. There's a veteran here. Yeah, and this is the second. This is the worst thing he's ever been through. He was in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, and that's better. He'd rather go back to the real Pearl Harbor than watch the movie again. The only thing worse than Pearl Harbor, the act, was Pearl Harbor, the film. I talked to the to the guy after. I'm like, where were we? He goes, I was on the hull of the SS Arizona. I'm like, no kidding. And I wish I would have gone down with this ship rather than seeing this pile of garbage. Down with you, old man. Go grab a couple of beers and talk about the Japanese. He'd love to do that. I love talking about them. Oh, baby. I still got a sword from one of them. <laughs> did all of you guys get swords? Yeah. Because every one of you. There. There's a lot of them. Every, my grandpa was like, two of my friends have swords. My grandpa did World War II in Australia and New Guinea. And had, and uh, this is the thing about, we talk about, maybe this is inherent in me, going back to the SpaceX thing. My grandpa was an airplane mechanic in World War II. You know what my grandpa never did? Fly in a plane. He was a, he was scared to death because he, he saw how they put him together. I'll be <laughs> oh. honest. Brady and I took a, a trip in that bomber. Oh man! And Don't I blame him. Knew it. Yeah, it's it's like paper thin. It is so thin in those yeah. things. When you'd see that first bullet go through that little oh, oh boy, yeah. And those bullets weren't small. No, those, those aircraft oh. ordnance were big. I have great guilt with my grandfather. He died in 2005, and the things he loved the most in life were talking about war and the White Sox. And uh, I got the shell casing from the only bullet he fired in World War II and his Sox hat. Uh, and my puppy, Sheila, ate his Sox hat within like three days of me getting it. It was his old... <laughs> Like ancient socks had he had for years and when years. did you break that news? Um, um, I didn't tell him. Oh, my, oh, yeah. my, everybody's to the grave with that one. <laughs> grandpa was dead anyway. He wouldn't have cared, but my grandma would have hated that. She came out here and visited 10 years later. I guess it wasn't it? It was probably about 8 to 10 years later. Do you still have Bill's socks hat? Oh, yeah. Tucked away, Grandma. It's in a box. Tucked away. Do you ever wear it? Oh, no. I would never do that. That would be be wrong of me to do. Uh, memorializing it. I, I, can I see it? Oh, I'd have to do a lot of digging there. Uh, no, <laughs> you can't. I think it, I don't think it's good for you to see his hat. Oh, but I, if you ask, uh, okay. Hey, tic tac toes on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, the Virginian. Turn it up <laughs> to 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 volumes only people in Nevada can hear from here. Oh, that TV was so loud. But yeah, I, it ruined the hat, and I have no idea where the bullet is. <laughs> but that's what happens to all your stuff when you think it's going to last forever. Maybe one generation hangs on to it. But every guy in World War II has a sword or a Kaiser helmet. 
You got a Japanese sword. You got a Kaiser helmet. It's like a parting gift. Your grandpa had glasses and, and a hat. The, and the uh, and he had a, blade. Oh, he had a blade. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The old man at Pearl Harbor had a sword off of a Japanese guy. And they always drag like those last three guys out of Pearl Harbor every December 7th. And the day that we'll live in infamy. And then we just keep like, hey, you want to remember your worst day ever? Come out with us. <laughs> we're going to roll you over to the. We're going to talk about it again. It's the last thing I want to do. I'm 102. Come on. I do it every year. Just rerun last year's. I look the same. No, we got to do it again. Eight or nine people are going to show up this year, and you got to tell them how horrible it was. Come on. All right. Can I say Japs? No, God, no. No, your heroism goes away the second you say Japs. We're, uh, <laughs> you got to get woke, old man. Yeah, these Japs come floating over, and they're zeros. All right, cancel them. <laughs> I would tell a Pearl Harbor survivor. Just say Japs a lot, and they won't drag you out for those events anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They won't go putting you up on stage to remember your worst memory ever. It's like uh, what they're doing to these gymnasts. These poor gymnasts have to go up every couple of weeks and and stand up there and relive their worst nightmare to try to get some sort of justice out of this. And it's tough to watch these girls. At least they're leaning heavily on Allie Raceman. Allie Raceman's great. They're all great. They looked amazing, by the way. uh, Michaela Maroney is beautiful. And they all looked so great, and they're all like these heroes, and they're up there talking to this terrible man, Larry Nasser, who for 20 years did terrible, awful things. But how long are they going to have to continually go out and talk about this? You don't have rape victims tell their story every year on the the day it happened. But we do it to Pearl Harbor victims. We do it to uh, 9-11 people. We do it to, hey, it's the anniversary of the worst day of your life. You want to tell me all about it? No. Trying to just live. Hey, weren't you raped today 10 years ago? Tell me about that again. Yeah. Okay. No. Can't you just go to my old tape? <laughs> you can't just, Hate to the see the, uh, what the float would look like to, in Valparaiso. Oh, for, that, for, that, for yeah. the Nasser parade? Yeah. I don't think we're going to have the anniversary of the yeah. gymnastics guy. What are they doing in court now? What's, I thought he went to jail for like 7 million years. Oh, he's in jail for the rest of his life. So they're trying to get the they're committee. For, oh, the FBI. Before, before Congress to say the failings of the FBI. Yeah, that's right. That's FBI right. sat on it for eight yeah. months, and then the guy, eight that, months. the guy that was in charge of the investigation Oof. retired and then tried to get a job with the USOC because he'd been talking to them so much. Oh, Jesus. So that's like, one thing. Like the so. Catholic Church. They yeah, started moving exactly. people in and out. Exactly. Yeah, that thing's a disaster. Well, hopefully everybody gets thrown in jail. Because those girls, yeah. it's tough to watch. They, f- they fired one of the FBI dudes last week, finally. It's tough to watch those, those, you know, and because we know who they are, they're like breaking right. down. We got to stop doing that. That's got to be, that's, that's got to stop being an American tradition. Going before Congress? Just rolling out old people for World War II. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And a lot of those guys like it, though. Like, the, they, they always have that, that decrepit bag year. of bones on top of a, on Veterans Day parades. He's 105 and a survivor of World War One's last battle. World War One, Jesus, he's not doing this voluntarily. You've got a skeleton you've just placed on top of a, tr- a, t- a Tacoma. I'd like to thank the folks over at Scott Toyota for donating the car so old man Bartholomew Johnson could ride on top of it. Please get me off of this, Toyota. Didn't we kill a bunch of Japs so I didn't have to ride in one of these? <laughs> Stop saying Japs. German? <laughs> Whatever we what did. What can I say? I don't remember who we fought. I just know there's a lot of them. Japs, Krauts, I don't yeah, know. Krauts and Japs. Just get me off this rice burner. Those are the most clear memories they have. <laughs> That's the worst part. Brought to you by a Scott Toyota. Let's say hello to a World War II survivor. Uh, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Don't put him on a Japanese <laughs> car. 
That's hilarious. Anyway, uh, so we're, yeah, we'll come up with that. But we'll have a we'll have a memory one of these days when these SpaceX things with three you know teachers and a chef from a you know McDonald's cook, the go, fry guy. When, when that thing finally blows up, and we're like, oh, we shouldn't have done this. It's like playing ball in the house. You get away with it until you don't. You keep throwing that ball around like twenty days in a row. We've never broken anything, and then one day. You're going to break something. Everybody's going to be like, we should have never done this. this should I'm always said, don't play ball in the That's house. right. And the reason why is because eventually you will break something. Same thing. Don't shoot weirdos into space who aren't trained because eventually it's going to blow up on her and we should have never, ever done this. That day's coming. Mark my words. This guy says, my grandpa has a Hitler youth knife. Ooh. You know what that means? Your grandpa killed a kid. <laughs> 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 Took his stuff. <laughs> I got one. It's little though. It's like fishing for bass. I don't know. I don't. Know if he is there a the, limit on this? I don't know if you get a weight limit or not. I can throw this one back. I'm taking his knife though. Grandpa graduated from Mesa High School. <laughs> Your grandpa read uh, Red Dead Redemption to a kid in Germany. Not only did he kill it, he went over and looted the body. I got one of them youth ones. Woohoo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I have a friend who was over in. Uh, the Middle East, and he said that at one point, the hardest day, and they just talked about it in that 9-11 documentary, any, anyone, military age, gun or not, shoot them. Right. And he's yeah, like, that, that included 11, 12, 13-year-old kids just walking around. Because it only stuff. took a couple of them that were you did with know? arm. Black Hawk um, Down, they talk about that in that guns? book. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily in the movie, but in that book, they're going house yeah. to house, and they've got little kids that are protecting their families. With guns. With guns. Military age was like 11, 12, and he said, you had to make that decision. How old do you think that kid is? And what's he doing? You know, like, I don't know. We got orders to take him out. And they weren't pretty orders. It's not something that the you know we were making a big deal out of over here. But those guys over there are like, we don't know what to do. But your grandpa, Devin. He had no bones about it. He knew you, what to you, do. You Hitler, you, you dropped that like a bad habit. <laughs> then go fleece him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. That, that one ain't got antlers yet. You can't shoot that one. Yeah, I can. That's one of them Hitler youths. Come here, little Adolf. Do you think he knew? Well, he knew the second he stole he the knew. knife off the body. Of this one's knew, like yeah. eight. I got Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> got, this one's adorable. It's got knife pamphlets and Yeah. I mean, that's just the worst. And then we brag, I'm bringing this back and pass it down as an heirloom. Yeah, take that Hitler youth. <laughs> Thank you, kid. <laughs> he got his knife and his wall. Look at his little wall. He's got a school ID. I'm giving this to my grandkids. I'm sorry. Donka. <laughs> Give him a little kick. <clears throat> Walk away. You realize you just shot a Hitler youth, right? Well, they're all bad. <laughs> Let's go ones. get some deep. Any good ones. He wouldn't turn around. This kid was done. <laughs> Let's go get some grub. <laughs> I don't know how war works, but I'd be terrible at it. <laughs> oh, my God. My grandpa has a Hitler youth knife. I want you to have this. <laughs> what is it? I shot a child in the war and I stole his <laughs> stuff. Here you go. It's an heirloom. Don't you worry about what it is. <laughs> We're a terrible species. But mess. the story that came back, this kid handed me the knife. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> we was wrestling on the ground. He come up behind me, and I got the knife away from him, and I throwed him with it. I want you to have it. <laughs> throwed him, Granddad? I throwed him. I brained him, too, afterwards. He's laying on the ground choking. I just put him out of his misery. <laughs> brained him, throated him, all that stuff. He's a youth. And when I'm Hitler youth, though, not a normal youth. What's the difference? I didn't 
take time to. Uh, I wasn't that inquisitive, to be honest. I just shot. You think we had a lot of time over there? <laughs> I fired a couple around him. Look, there's a bunch of youths. Anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? So hopefully some Romstein. Uh, actually, there was one on there. <laughs> Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Uh, it just posted yesterday. They got a brand new uh, Pivot in stock. What there. is it? It's a medium. It's a Firebird Pro. So Can't wear a medium. First come, first serve. But, man, look at that thing. That thing looks nice. Pivots are awesome. And they just changed their color schemes. That's yeah. a Tempe company. Uh, people don't realize. Pivot is a local company. They Right up the road there. by In Guadalupe, right yeah. next to our old building. I, I toured their place once. It's cool. I love the Pivot bike. So they're hard to get right now. So if you're looking for a brand new bike, uh, head on over to see Josh and the boys. Plus, you can pick up your Five Alarm Blend coffee while you're there. Check them out at ActionRideShop.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and all the other fun Here's stuff. the best thing. If you're serious about mountain biking, you're going to put some money into it. So you get like a really uh, – Action's got those. Yeah. And if you're just like, I just want to ride bikes. They got stuff for that, too. Yeah. Uh, Toledo, you got that bike for Lisa. It's a yep. nice bike. It didn't break the bank. No, no. So it was, and it's, is she riding it at all? Yeah. Is she? We just ride around the – she doesn't want to ride on trails yet and all that. She's not that confident. It's not a mountain bike. It, it is a mountain bike, but not like what you guys not ride. Not like a trail mountain bike. No, She can ride on dirt. Kind of yes. like a cruiser she type. Can ride, yeah. She can ride on dirt, yeah. And she just goes out by herself and rides? Well, we it's been hot, but we've gone out and we ride around the neighborhood trying to get – On the handlebars or – yeah, yeah, that's, that's like I want to see that. Yeah, I want to watch you guys do that. Have you guys tried that as adults? What's Putting that? a friend on the handlebars? No, no, God, no! Don't do yeah. it. When did you, you try that? Immediate disaster. Yeah, I tried it. It's fun. Oh Think God. about. It. We used to ride to school. Yeah, I know. And, and, ride to Crisman and, and stuff like that. Like when I was you'd stand school, on, yeah. the, or you'd stand on, on the, the pegs. Yeah. yeah, the pegs were designed. That's how much our parents didn't care about our health. Put put a pair of pegs on the back of that, and you tote your friend to school like a backpack. You'd have a kid riding on the back of your. Diamondback, holding on to you. Yep, your shoulders. Yeah, that you goes, if anything goes wonky, he somebody rides down the, the bars. It's like the cowman in their, in their uh, pickup trucks. Exactly. Over there. <laughs> we got sixteen people on one dirt bike. Yeah, we tried it uh, about a year ago. Threw a guy up on the handlebars. See what we could do. <laughs> it is not easy. <laughs> I remember that used to be just we'd do it like on the fly. Like Stemmings would just hop up. No, no I'll get you home. Don't worry. Sitting on the handlebars and ride them home. It's impossible now. As an adult, riding with a dude on your handlebars, uh-uh. it's like Cirque du Soleil all of a sudden. You're just it's like <laughs> some trick. You can't. I couldn't do it. I don't know if the bikes are built for it. There's shocks and stuff, and bogging them down with big fat Mark Stebbing sitting on my handlebars. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway, the uh, music. Uh, Pantera, Static X, Dope, Shine Down, Star Set, Rammstein, uh, Rollins Band, Pod, and then somebody hit up uh, Power Man Five Thousand Bombshell for Mesa High. I actually have that on the wrong line there. <laughs> That's all right. I got you. So, because <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch, Mama said, "Knock you out for Mesa High." That would work too. Actually, yeah, you <laughs> could go either way. Five Finger did that. Yeah, they did a cover of it. It's not. It's not. It's good. It's all right, not. then let's not play. Uh, Ooh, Blood Feather. Is that where's that? Highly suspect. Where is it? Oh, there it is, right in the middle. Blood Feather's a great song. I'm a little highly suspect today. Eh? School of Blood Feather. That's a good one. That last album, disappointing. They went all techno poppy. They had a couple of rap songs on there. The first one was amazing. First couple. They just didn't do it the right way. I mean, because I mean, it's you look bad. at Royal Blood. Right. They they kind of went pop, and I I love that album. That, that's their best one. Yeah, I, and that's saying something because I think that's a great. Like, they, everything they've done, I've liked. Yeah, because some of those songs sound like the Killers, almost. Yeah. That's great. Highly suspect to me had that second album come out, and you're like, because I had hopes that they were going to be the ones for the future of rock. I'm like, these guys, because Johnny, the singer, is just, I think that's his name, 
ridiculous on stage. And he's one of the, like, his guitar work was amazing. I'm like, these guys are, like, they're the potential heartbeat of rock for the next 10 years. This and Royal Blood, and you got all these bands coming up that were, and then they put out that next album, and it was all kind of, I don't know what it was. 16's a cool song, but they got a couple others on there. It's bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? I'm not cool with this at all. Okay, you.